T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So glad to have you. And man, you don't want to turn the page like too quickly on one NFL week to the next, but it's really hard not to start <laughs> looking ahead to this Cowboys Eagles game that's going to happen on Sunday night this week. I and mean, we got Bills Chiefs also. We got a couple really good ones this week, but Cowboys Eagles is fascinating because there's such a big decision here waiting for the Cowboys. Mm whether or not Dak Prescott's going to be able to play. Now, we know he's getting closer and closer, Perloff, but Jerry Jones was speaking this morning on a 105.3 The Fan in Dallas and gave another update. Again, he zipped the ball out there and uh, 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 make the throw. Uh, we'll start working on that uh, Wednesday real hard. Uh, he's certainly doing the kinds of things medically that you want to do. That is uh, the indications, the x-rays, all of that, having tremendous improvement. But can he spin the ball? Uh, we know Dak Prescott can play, and we know he'll be ready to play the minute he gets a chance to go in the game. Can he spin the ball? We'll see. As an Eagles fan, a few things about this make me confident. Number one, owner Jerry Jones partly thinks he's a general manager. We know that. He now thinks he's a doctor, too. He's talking <laughs> yes. about the medical. And now he's a quarterback guru because he's talking about spinning the ball. Yeah, and he's ready to go. It's yeah. only just whether he can spin the ball. Everything else is fine. But as an Eagles fan, I kind of want to see them play Dak, not Cooper Rush. Really? Dak I has mean, his way with you guys. Dak's had a lot of success. But Dak, coming off a hand injury, he's get, at best he'll be rusty. At worst, he won't be able to grip the football. The pass rush is going to get in there, and they're going to go for his hand all game. Feels like a perfect opportunity for Dallas to sit Dak Prescott one more week. If I'm if I'm the coach, if I'm the owner, I would... <laughs> or both. <laughs> usually the owner doesn't decide these things. I would seriously consider waiting a week. Because what is the point? Is it that big a difference for this game, Maggie? Well, I think what's interesting about this, if you're one of those people that follows the trends of these betting lines, on DraftKings right now, it's the Eagles favored by four and a half. This number was five and a half yesterday. Yeah. So... I don't, the fact that the money would be pouring in on the Dallas Cowboys in the way that it was, even when you have no idea who's going to start a quarterback, I think that people really believe that the Cowboys are for real. So why not keep with Cooper Rush for one more week? The problem is, is if Dak really is healthy, right? If he can grip the ball, spin the ball, everything else is fine, then you have to go with Prescott. You have to go with the better quarterback. I think Cooper Rush has been excellent. I, I mean, Last week wasn't really about him. It's about the defense. It's about the special teams. It's about the coaching has been on point with the Cowboys. If you can upgrade your quarterback position to Dak Prescott and he's healthy, you have to do it. Yeah, but how healthy is he going to be? I mean, he needs a lot of practice. It's going to be Wednesday tomorrow when he gets out there. 
If he's not 100% tomorrow, you're going to see a limited Dak Prescott. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, if he plays Look at what they're doing with Cooper Rush. Talk about limited. I mean, they're basically just running the ball and playing good defense. Like, that's been a good formula for them. Dak can do that. Well, no, I worry that Dak's going to drop back. He's going to get hit once and lose the football. Well, but that could happen at any time. Well, having a right... Thumb broken seems to enhance the odds of that. You're right. Cooper Rush did hang on to the ball admirably when Jalen Ramsey basically just destroyed his blind side. Right. Cooper Rush has not made a lot of mistakes. And, you know, I don't think the line came down because of Dak and Cooper. I think it's a real realistic take of what they saw last week. The Eagles did not look great against the Cardinals. That's true. And the Cowboys defense dominated the Rams. I, I think this is a little bit. The Eagles 5-0 and might be a little bit overrated. And I think you're right. And I hate to admit this. The Cowboys four and one feels pretty legit right now. Right now, thank you. Right now, though, thank you. I give you that for right now. It's week five. Wow. As I said yesterday, it doesn't mean anything. It's week five. <laughs> yeah, thank but you I will give that. you the four and one is legit. I I bet on them last week against the Rams, and I was planning to bet on them at five and a half against the Eagles. We'll see where that number lands. Well, so this is the one thing about for the people who say. Just start Cooper Rush because even if you lose, it's like, okay, well, you lost with the backup quarterback. It's like not the end of the world. Then you have Dak coming back for Detroit and Chicago before you go into your bye. That's a loser's lament to me that I think the Cowboys have shown you as a team and with that kind of defense that you can't have that kind of loser mentality. Like, hey, we can go in and we'll go with our backup quarterback. And if we lose, well, it's not that big of a deal. Come on. You know, you're looking at the rest of the NFC, which doesn't really have, if you think the Eagles are not a very strong 5-0 and right now, then, you know, the Packers have their issues. The Bucks have their issues. Clearly, the Rams have their issues. The Cowboys just beat them. You know, the 49ers have a really good defense, but again, you know, and, and some playmakers on offense, but Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't scare anybody. So, like... I wouldn't be going into this thinking, oh, bonus if we win here, we can just start Cooper Rush. Like you can't have that kind of mentality for if you're Wait, the Cowboys. So you're this playing year. for home field now? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. You, you've oh I'm playing I'm playing now for whatever I can get. And I can't go in sacrificing games or thinking, oh, you know, I'll just go in there with Cooper Rush and if he doesn't work out, well, at least, you know, we only lost with a backup quarterback. I just don't think it's sacrificing the game. I think Cooper Rush is gonna be more ready to play that game on Sunday. Dak Prescott looked he looked like he wasn't ready to play week one the last time we saw him. And he's been out since then. He has not been practicing. Know, and he has a broken thumb. This is not prime Dak Prescott okay. we're seeing. Thumb would be healed in this instance. Mm. Thumb would have to be healed. And, I mean, is you it can't be, just base all this off of seeing one bad half of a guy in week one. But at the very least, he'll be rusty. Honestly, I think Cooper Rush gives them as good a chance to win. This is all about the play calling, quite frankly. Yeah. And this is all about the coaches. And are they going to have the discipline to keep some of the great concepts that they've been doing with Cooper Rush and just making them better when you upgrade your quarterback? Like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. You don't have to, like, do this whole new offense now that Dak Prescott, because you're paying him this much or because he has a better arm than Rush or more athletic, whatever you want to say. You don't have to make all these big changes. You've actually found a winning formula here. Defense, I, yep, yep. run the ball, no, I, special teams is buttoned up. Just do it with a better quarterback. Okay. They beat the Rams. Yeah. The Rams are, are in crisis right now. The Rams' offensive admit, line is not the good. Rams look but terrible. they still have Aaron Donald. They still have Jalen right. Ramsey. They still have Aaron Floyd. Donald almost took that game back, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you're right. They do have Aaron Donald. Yeah. They beat the Bengals are struggling, and they beat the Giants, which is the impressive win, ironically, out of that group, which still boggles my mind. No, the Bengals is still an impressive win. 
Oh, no way. You have to give credit to the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year that didn't have any major defections or, like, major changes. They both still have the same quarterbacks. Yeah. They still have the same guys on defense that that got them to a Super Bowl. That's you, an impressive win. I don't know. I, my eyeballs tell me the Bengals look terrible this year. I mean, yeah, they looked okay against the Ravens. The Bengals have not looked good to me. I think no, the I, Bengals honestly, are, they're not gangbusters, but they weren't at this time last year either. Yeah, yeah. No, it feels like they're a work in progress. You're, you're, that's a good point. They probably will get a lot better, but so far they felt flawed. Anyway, I, th- I think there's a reason that people... Vegas does not have the Cowboys in the top four teams in the NFC because because they're going off reputation. They're going off no, but I I think I think there are real reasons behind this because they you know they I know you think the offensive line is where it's supposed to be, but they're still they don't have Tyron Smith there. Dak Prescott is hurt. You can't ignore this fact. He's not going to be a hundred percent. I don't you think there's a good chance that you're not going to see a sharp Dak Prescott on Sunday? Well, and not only that, Ezekiel Elliott's old. Micah Parsons is there. That's is why he got one, Pollard. Yeah, he's not that young either. <laughs> then they got Micah Parsons is a one man machine I'm on defense. I'm people... not signing them to a ten year deal. I'm talking about this season. I'm talking about this week coming up against Philadelphia. How old is Tony Pollard? I don't have a slice idea. You could tell me twenty three or thirty five. <laughs> he's, he's still young, Tony Pollard. Oh, he's twenty five. Okay, yeah, he's, he's 20. fine. But the all the flaws that we thought were going to be with the Cowboys are still there. They still have Mike McCarthy as their head coach. There's still a lot of problems. This, this wide receiving core, I know it looked good for a couple quarters with with Cooper Rush, but come on. I mean, are you really scared of the C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup? Yes, no, I oh, am. God, I'm, I'm definitely not. scared of I'm Lamb. Not. Okay, well, we'll we'll see. But I see, there's another part of this, too. And this is going to be hard and a little bit painful to try to, to admit that I was wrong about this. But I think Mike McCarthy deserves credit. I think he deserves credit. I think that he deserves to be part of this success, this early success that the Cowboys have. And what I mean by part of it is... We do this thing where we give the credit to Kellen Moore and then we just blame all the mistakes on McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I don't think that's fair to him. Like, I want to try to be fair at all times. I want the criticism to be fair and I want the praise to be fair. And I think right now, you know, we can talk about the failures from last season in Dallas uh, when they played the 49ers. We can talk about how it ended in Green Bay. Let's talk about what's happening right now with the Dallas Cowboys. The head coach deserves credit, along with the defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. But the head the, coach deserves credit. Just the fact that you have to say the head coach deserves credit because they're four and one points a, <laughs> a ridiculous stance on the head coach. Like you're well, like, wait, he's been much despite maligned. despite what everyone's saying, you know, the head coach deserves credit for the good team. Of course, the head coach deserves credit. But do you see him getting any? Yeah, a little bit now. A little bit. Begrudging. Begrudging, because right. Because we've because all kind of set in no, our ways people don't about like narratives. People yes. don't like Mike McCarthy. And you know what? Like, if he does things that make him worthy of that dislike, then it's then it's worth it. But right he now, yeah. he's not doing that. That's true. Let's save the criticism when he actually deserves it. Okay. And, you know, you do bring up a good point. If the Cowboys all of a sudden stall on offense, it's going to be McCarthy, not more. Which is insane. Which is what happened last year, by the way. They kind of stalled on offense. Yeah, I, I, I've always thought Mike McCarthy gets a bad rap. But, you know, I, I'm i not scared of him in the playoffs either. If I'm an Eagles fan, he's not one of those great coaches. Like, we knew uh, back in the day we were going to lose to Joe Gibbs when I was an Eagles fan. Right, right. I, we knew we were going to lose to Bill Parcells. Right. Mike McCarthy's not in that conversation. You know what I'm saying. I do, but, you know, up until very recently, people used to say that about Andy Reid. Yeah. You know? And now Andy he's Reed won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And now it's a lot different. I mean, we know Mike McCarthy already won a Super Bowl, but it's... Uh, 
we got to give him some credit, guys. guys. Do you want me to go back in the archives and pull some old old oh. quotes of yours on Mike McCarthy? I thought what happened at the end of the 49ers game in the playoffs, I thought everyone deserved. Just, just fire everybody after that. It was so awful the way that game ended and the way they played that game. Wait, just quite because, frankly. because he ran up 10 yards to try and get better position for the last play? That was a mistake, no doubt, but it wasn't a fire the coach mistake. To have home field like that, to squander it in the way that they did, I was like, oh, this is awful. But you know what? I got to be fair. It's a new season, new challenges that they're dealing with, and they're handling them really well. You might want to quibble about who they played. They've played a decent, this is enough of a sample size between the Rams, the Bengals, Commanders, and the Giants to say this is actually a good team. This is a really good team. A lot of this, too, is where you put the bar for the Cowboys. Hi. Because... No, I mean, originally, like, we're thrilled with, or you're thrilled with where this team is now. Yeah. But you, it's almost as if you forgot they were 12-5 and five last year. No, I'm uh, not forgetting. I'm just, I'm I, giving them praise for doing this with a backup quarterback. How right, many right, other teams the backup would, quarterback. How many other teams would crater if they lost their quarterback and left tackle? So what's a successful season for them? I think they're a playoff team, and I think they're they're winning games in the playoffs. That's that's how it has to be. Okay, so, all right, interesting. That's what we expect. Uh, I mean, that's what winning I games, like, so Super Bowl contender. I think so. Why not? See, that's Because they're the Cowboys, and we've seen this movie for 25 years. No Jerry Jones-owned control team is going to the Super Bowl. It's not going to happen, Maggie. They have so many flaws that we don't even see. What do you think Jerry's going to come in at the last minute and like block just, one of their own PATs or something? Like, What do you mean? they're Organizational flaws. They are good enough to win the division and get into the playoffs, but it's never gone any farther than that. And you know why I say that? Because I've seen it time and time again. Yeah, but that's you see it, you see it until all of a sudden we just talked to Joe Madden in the last segment. How yeah. many people said that about the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs? And what do we watch Joe Madden do? Won the World Series with the Cubs. That's Theo Epstein and Joe Madden came in. I don't see any Theo Epstein and Joe Madden in Dallas. Listen, I see the old Cubs owner, whoever that was. <laughs> the old before whoever's before Theo. The Wrigley's? I don't know. That's my point. Yes, if they brought in the NFL version of Theo Epstein and Joe Madden. The Cowboys would win a Super Bowl. I just don't see Jerry Jones' team ever getting over that hump. Wow. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227 is Maggie and Perloff. I think Perloff's just a little nervous. Oh. That's what I think is going on around here. I think Mr. Eagles fan 5-0 and is feeling a little... I think you're sweating a little bit. I am, but you know, it's funny. I have so much to sweat over these days. You probably don't relate to this, but I have so much going on <laughs> with the baseball team. I know. Looking amazing. Your baseball team you started following 48 hours ago. And, you know, all is positive in Sixers camp. We don't have to watch viral <laughs> clips of Ben Simmons missing the rim by nine feet on jump shots. That was a bad one. Yeah. Who posted so, that? Yeah. Do uh, we know who posted that? A genius, because <laughs> everything is coming up Philly, Maggie. So, no, I don't feel any nervous. Yeah. I don't, Everything's I don't feel coming nervous. up Philly. Who wins there? Uh, the Philly wins. The rest of us all lose. I don't feel any nervous. I, I, it's bizarre. I'm legitimately nervous about Cooper Rush. I do not want to see that dude on Sunday, and I don't even think he's good. I, I think he's not even one of the better backups. You'd rather see Cooper Rush than Dak Prescott is one of the most inflammatory things you ever said on this show. I think Dak. I think what's going to happen with Dak Prescott if he does play, he's going to get out there. There's going to be so much traffic around him. The Eagles are just going to hit him in the hand, and he's going to be out of the game. Okay, but that's going to happen. That's going to happen when they play Detroit. No, in Detroit. Chicago. Detroit will not. Get within nine feet of Dak Prescott. Yeah, their, their defense stinks. Yeah, I think that's a great preseason little... That's a warm-up. I think there's something legitimate. You warm up against these bad teams. You don't throw right into the Eagles game. Yeah, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, Cowboys fans, who do you want to see starting against the Eagles this Sunday? This is a big one. This is a game that just a few weeks ago we thought, eh, 
this is probably going to be a pretty easy Eagles win. Yeah. Not the case now. So we will get to your phone calls. Of course, you can also tweet the show at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter, Instagram, Maggie and Pearl off. We've got a YouTube channel. You can go to YouTube, search out our names. You can find the best of Maggie and Pearl off every day. We're also on TikTok. Coming up, ooh, top five quarterbacks of the moment. I was working very hard on this list, by the way. This was a this was the yeah. toughest of any week. Are you using analytics here? Only analytics. <laughs> 855 cbs Maggie and off. Don't go in. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's that time of week. We've been waiting. The top five quarterbacks at the moment. Maggie, this is a tough one because it was a down week around the NFL. This was not a banner week for quarterbacks in the NFL. It was hard to come up with five who I could make my top five NFL quarterbacks at the moment. Of course, you know, we do college quarterbacks on Wednesdays. Yeah, that seems easier this week. That one is, a. have just started my research on that one. A little bit easier, not research, but you know, my, uh, how I want to place them. Um, all right. You know how we do this. This is not just all about stats. It's all about feel. It's just in the moment. Who are people talking about? What? Who's got the buzz? Who's got the heat? Right, right, right. So, By the way, that's very helpful because I've been wondering what this list is. <laughs> that is the best description of it I've heard so far. But, all right. Okay. Well, there we go. Now you got it. Number five on the list and making their debut Ooh. on Maggie's top five quarterbacks of the moment. Kirk Cousins. Now, Kirk Cousins has no buzz or no juice, but I did have to go to the numbers here. 32 for 41. He completed 78% of his passes, basically threw for 300 yards with a touchdown, went over the Bears 29-22. Got to give it to Cousins, his mm. first appearance on this list. Mm. You pass for 78% of your passes. Yeah, but he, like, that's pretty good. But wasn't he 20 for his first 20? And then he yeah. completed, the, the whole team fell apart. He stopped playing in the second half. They still won the game and covered. Yeah, they beat the Bears. Okay. That's number five on the list. Kirk Cousins makes an appearance. It might be his one and only appearance. You said appearance. this was like buzz-worthy quarterbacks. Nobody generates less buzz than <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Well, again, it's my list. It's got yeah, yeah. floating no, criteria. But, I love it. but you did admit, it, even if it was hard for you to get Kirk on that list. I could not get him on the that list was the last three that, weeks. Yeah, that was not really something hard. you were excited for. All right, who's no, number four? I begrudgingly put Kirk Cousins on the list. I mean, the Vikings are 4-1. and one. you got to do something about that, right? It's a bizarre 4-1. It is odd. They okay. do not feel 4-1. Number four on my list is anyone running the Wildcat, the Option, the Wing T, any of these... Saquon Barkley, Taysom Hill, got to throw Lamar in there. Number four is not one quarterback. Mm. It's everyone who's 
going back to the 1950s to play <laughs> football, I salute you. Somehow you are from the okay. 1950s and also in the moment. Let's call it wing T NFL quarterback. Yes, wing T quarterback slash running back slash whatever Taysom Hill is. Yeah, slash... Uh, I thought the Miami guy looked like a wildcat quarterback <laughs> through Skylar Thompson. Yeah, it turns out he was actually just the straight-up quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, why are they running that wide receiver quarterback? Yeah, no, it feels like a moment. A moment for wildcat quarterbacks. And they probably could have been higher on the list, but it was a – It's. I want to give credit to all of those I love that you don't give one particular quarterback any credit here. Well, uh, Saquon didn't do enough to just give it to him. Taysom Hill, I don't think, did just enough to give it to him. And Lamar is amazing, but, like, it's not the it's not the Wildcat with Lamar. It's more just like an option. Yeah, yeah. We've never discussed this, but I get a sense that you are not a Taysom Hill fan. Um, like when that's the, not like true. When, when they were experimenting with playing a quarterback, I have a feeling you're like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> I mean, it was effective. I thought it was actually a little bit more of an indictment on Drew Brees that we never really talked yeah. about enough. It's like, wow, they bring in another guy to throw the ball when they need to throw it more than 30 yards. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about. There are some people who just do not like the Taysom Hill experiment. Yeah, I get it. I'm not one of those people. Okay. I'm still open. Today's number three on the list. And now he has been on the list, I believe, four weeks in a row. I know they didn't win. But Geno Smith, baby. I mean, just got to really? give it up. It wasn't beautiful in terms of uh, completions and attempts, but he did throw for 268 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions in this game. It was a loss, but it was really the Seahawks defense that kind of let them down. And Gino is just, he's having a moment. This is Gino's season. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, but is it going to last? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm that's seeing a some big comeback player of the year for Gino. That seems to fit pretty nicely. I'm into it. Gino still on the list. Okay. Number two on the list, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, sometimes you just oh, can't yeah. argue. 292 yards last night. The four touchdowns all to Kelsey. Did not throw a pick. They were down 17-0. They come back and win. It's like no deficit is ever too big for them. We saw this. They've come back in playoff games like against the Texans. They've come back last night. It's just, it doesn't even matter. Are we ready to say that he didn't need Tyreek Hill? I mean, have we proven that like over and over again? I think we have. Well, you know, it's funny. The Raiders came out and were killing them last night. And the thought did cross my mind. I'm like, oh, maybe we overrated this Chiefs team a little bit. Because it did seem like the Raiders were going to run away with that. It did, but that's the thing about the Chiefs. They're always in it. I mean, Stu was talking about the field goal before half, and they get the ball uh, to start off the second yeah. half, and they score a touchdown, and they were off to the races. No, I mean, you might as well pencil him in number two every week. He's, I know. He hasn't been – I feel like he could deserve to be number one every week. Well, He's been so great. that brings us to number one on the list of top five quarterbacks of the moment. I mean, how can I – how can I deny Josh Allen? Uh, because no one's talking about him right now. Your MVP through five weeks of the season. Thank you, Jack. I mean, this one was just a clinic. He didn't even play the whole game. He went 20 for 31, 424 yards, four touchdowns, did throw a pick. Of course, you know, rushing for over 40 yards. You know how Josh Allen does. I think that Josh, have you seen the clip on Twitter where Josh Allen, it's like film from basically the Bills end zone. And it's the pass to Gabe Davis. And you just see how basically the pass rushers are just crushing and like just closing in on him. And he gets this beautiful pass to Davis out in just the nick of time. Like can barely see where it's going. Anyway, I nope. encourage everybody to uh, to go take a look at that. 
How so about wait. this for Josh Allen? One more thing. I got this from the ringer. Five passes of 20-plus yards in 20-mile-per-hour wins. Okay? That's one other feather in the cap for Josh Allen just against the Steelers on Sunday where the, the windy weather in Buffalo. Also this one, again, from the ringer. James Cook scored a touchdown early in the fourth quarter, basically garbage time. That was the first offensive touchdown that didn't involve Josh Allen in some way that the Bills have scored this year. Is that a good thing? I don't know if it's a good thing, but it makes (laughs) him number one on the list. So, okay. Do we see a little bit of a disparity here? Does anyone noticing this? What's that? Well, okay. The Bills are probably the best team in the AFC, but the best team in the NFC who's 5-0 and with a quarterback who's breaking every single record there is. And it wasn't a, top... a big Jalen Hurts game, though. Jalen Hurts was great. It, that's, that was not a... Th- that game against the Cardinals, if you had asked me what happened that game, I'm not like, wow, Jalen Hurts really led the way. I give Jalen Hurts lots of flowers. Last week he was on the list. I just didn't think this was a big game for him. It wasn't stats-wise. Well, he was 26 for 36, 239 yards, and ran in two touchdowns. I mean, blew it. he was if, definitely better than Geno Smith. Well, he was Gino, definitely better than the, the random Wildcat guys. Geno's having a moment. Those Wildcat guys are having a moment. <laughs> I mean, it feels like we, he's a, a strong MVP candidate who's, he's honestly, all these things he's doing with rushing touchdowns and Pat being a top 10 passer and top 10 rusher, no one's ever done this. Lamar's never even come close. No, Jalen's having a great, maybe he'll make the list next week, depending on well, what happens I with mean, the Eagles and the Cowboys on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, maybe he can knock off the two and four <laughs> Gino Smith. <laughs> Listen, Gino's story. I mean, Jalen's got a good story too. But Gino's comeback. Like I, I got to give Gino the credit. I know that they didn't win. They should have won that game. Gino Smith in a loss to a a, ba- a losing team. <laughs> the the Seahawks are a bad team, and Gino's the bright spot here. Okay. You have to. Admit. I think I think you're really just upset that I put Kirk Cousins on the list. No, 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 Kirk. Kirk, is, Kirk deserves it. Kirk is four and one. I just don't totally understand it. There's no buzz. There's no copy. He's a little Derek Carr like, where his success is kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, I was gonna. I tried a million different ways to give an honorable mention to Daniel Jones because I wanted to give <laughs> some love to the Giants. But did you know that Daniel Jones not only did he not have a touchdown or throw a touchdown, throw a touchdown or throw an interception in London. He has not thrown a touchdown since September 18th. I did not know that. But he hasn't I've, thrown a touchdown in a month. <laughs> I actually would have considered him this week because he did throw the ball shockingly efficiently. He he was shockingly efficient, but the fact that he like didn't even score a touchdown or throw a touchdown, I couldn't give it to him. I think you got to look at the opponent. I on went the for list. the Wildcat. Yeah, I feel like Kirk Cousins beating the Bears, not much of an achievement. I feel like Geno Smith losing to the Saints, even less of an achievement. I mean, this is a lifetime achievement award for yeah, Geno and right now. I had to say, Patrick Mahomes beating the Raiders, that's just that like, a that's a yawner for night. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but we know how easy it is for Patrick Mahomes to beat up on Stu. So Raiders. besides Jalen Hurts, who do you think that I snubbed? Uh, no, not my, I told you it was a hard week. I'm just criticizing. I'm just picking. No, <laughs> this was all a good. very difficult week. Yeah, this was a hard week. It's weird because the great quarterbacks kind of had ho-hum games. I mean, Tom Brady was almost perfect. He was crazy good, but nobody even cared or noticed. Well, I mean, he got that gift rough in the passer. I know that's not yeah. his fault, but, uh, I just, I, in good faith, I couldn't give it to him. Oh, it was a rough in the pass. Yeah. But then again, if they'd give him that PI on the Scotty Miller pass before, Tom Brady, I'm telling you, Tom Brady, is, once he gets all these guys like healthy and go, he's sneakily just fine. No, Tom Brady's fine. Like he's we're totally not talking fine. about it. We're talking about everything but him playing yeah. football, like with Giselle and the divorce lawyers and all of that stuff. I mean, 
All of that is center stage. We do not talk about his football. Guy is like, you sit down and watch a Tom Brady game. You cannot tell what year it is. You would have no clue it's the year 2022. None. That's a great point. It's like, is it 2000? I don't know, nine? You, you, you're in a time warp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. You know who also had pretty good numbers this week? Aaron Rodgers. We're killing him. He's been sneaky efficient, too. Yeah, I mean, but what did Aaron Rodgers do in the second half? I know. You're going that to, game He was never had terrible. the ball in his hand because the Packers couldn't stop the run. Never. He had no. He had three drives the entire second half. I know. And what was he doing? Instead of using the run game and trying to actually win the game, you're just throwing the ball around thinking you're going to sneak out with a win there. That's what happens when your defense lets the other team run crazy. You, yeah. Your offense just gets out of rhythm. I think that's what happened to him. But he's, you know, he, I think Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady... The problem is we expect so much of them. If they're not MVP level guys, they have no chance of making your top five list. They have to. What do they have to do? No, they can make the top five. List. They need to play really well. Well, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, it, <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers yeah, had to play really yeah. well, they I mean, to play Brady really is well. playing well. I, I, I probably should have put Brady on the list. No, he beat the Falcons twenty-one fourteen. And or, to be honest, like they should have, they. Sh- he should have not got the rough in the passer call, which would have given the Falcons back the ball, and maybe the Falcons win that game. Yeah, maybe. I wanted to see how that was going to play out. Yeah, I did. That would have been fun. But that was also, by the way, a terrible game. Just terrible. The The Bucks. I felt like they went into a complete coma by the third quarter. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of that week. You're right. It was a very unquarterback friendly week. They're, uh, half the teams in the league are in a coma. Oh, I know. First of all, if you get a two touchdown lead in the NFL, is it is it now like an FCC requirement that you completely stop playing? Because that feels like the <laughs> the way Goodell that happens just every calls. week. Yeah, like, then we're you become, need you to knock off all those plays. It's not surprising, but if you're afraid of making a mistake, you start playing terrible football. This is the coaches, right? Mm, yes, it's play calling and the coaching. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be scared coaches, which is funny because then on the flip side, you get the coaches when you're in a tight matchup. Then they start going all haywire and short-circuiting and, like, going for fourth downs when they shouldn't be doing it well, or going for two-point conversions when they shouldn't do it. It's like the uh, the coaching is like whatever way the wind is blowing, that's second. I I think I think you're too harsh on these guys. When, it, when they make the fourth down, it looks great. When John Harbaugh makes the fourth down, it looks great. When he misses it, he gets killed. That's how it works. You should be going for it on fourth down. Mm, or these two-point conversions all the time, like Teacher. Josh McDaniels. Like, did you look at the clock? Did you see how much time was left? You knew you were getting the ball back. Why would you have gone for the two-point there? Kick the extra How much point. was that? 439? 430. And he got the ball back with 230 Yeah, left I know. So he went for, honestly, that was a minor part of that outcome. Stu, you're a Raider think, fan. Did that yeah. infuriate you or no? It didn't infuriate me. I was a little skeptical because I figured there's so much time for Mahomes to score. Whether it's tied, they're down by yeah. one, they're up by one. I didn't think it really matter too much I think they could have scored either way but yeah I was a little I was a little confused by it I guess but like you're but even if Mahomes scores which they didn't they actually got to stop and force the Chiefs to punt but you know you're getting the ball back Mahomes wasn't going to be able to milk four minutes no he's more likely to score in like 30 seconds or 45 seconds than four and, and a half. The 13 Raiders, seconds uh, <laughs> every time you knew every that was coming time, I know uh, I'm surprised we don't do the show in 13 second increments but <laughs> They had all three of their timeouts, too, which helped because they were able to stop the clock a couple times on the Rams, or excuse me, on the Chiefs, and they still were able to hold on to one of their timeouts and had the two-minute warning. Truth serum, Stu. Yeah. Yeah. He makes that two-point conversion or he kicks extra point. Either way, do the Raiders win that game? 
I think no. Either way, they're losing. You game. know, and no. over we, even if it goes to overtime, I still have more confidence in Mahomes and the yeah. Chiefs scoring a touchdown first or whatever. I I don't find the Raiders winning that game. No, it didn't feel like the Raiders were going to win that no matter what. She's still with that kind of attitude. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a long I don't know season. What to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It is going to be a long season. That right? that that touchdown felt a little lucky to me too. The uh, the long one to Devontae Adams. It just didn't feel like there. Which one? There were two. The the love fourth quarter one. The yeah. passing offense just didn't feel. Totally well, they were missing Dale and Darren Waller for yeah, most of the game. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. They, they didn't feel the run game was and awesome. Renfro was like a zero last night. He didn't have a lot of big points. Only a few catches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's still kind of rounding into shape. Was that his first game back? Or? First game back. Yeah. yeah, since the Arizona game. But I, I just felt like Derek Carr was under a lot of pressure all night long. All the momentum. If somehow the Raiders had won that game, it would have felt like they stole the game. Yeah, but that's what you're trying to do when you're on the road playing the Chiefs. Yeah, no, no, I know. I know. You, you had a 17 point lead. You kissed that goodbye. I'm just I mean, saying. at that point, you're hanging on for dear life. Hell yeah, you're hoping to steal one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why you go for two on the road. Who cares? Throw caution in the wind, Maggie. Yeah, who just cares? be it. People <laughs> like Stu. too risk averse. Is it, if you're, uh, listen, if you're playing a team, you never want them to go for it on fourth down. You always pray that they go for the field goal or the punt. I'm not Because risk-averse. we know. I'm not risk averse. I just don't want to do things that cost my team points. Right? That sounds risk averse because you're not <laughs> doing it. So you're taking them three over seven. Because I'm thinking, but well, you could not, be costing your team four points. I know, but I'm always thinking. I, I, the benefit that I get from going for two or just kicking the extra point, part of me, is more than the loss of going for two and not making it, right? Like, I'd rather mm. have the benefit of tying the game there than gamble and potentially lose out on it, and eventually I lose the game. I even got the ball back, and that ended up being the final score, 30-29. I mean, it's two different styles. I'm a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Not in my real life, but in football, for other people's decisions, I am. <laughs> I do. I am a big go-for-it-on-fourth-down guy. I honestly feel like the NFL still to this day is too conservative on fourth down because the great quarterback should be able to get a fourth and two. I know Aaron Rodgers did not on Sunday. I was going to say, I got a lot I know of Justin Herbert. But anal- there's a reason the analytics say go for it, because over the course of time, you're going to make that play more often than you're not. Coming up next, the biggest surprise of the NFL season to this point. We will get to that in just a moment. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Speaking of like, uh, you know, people that you love or that people you favor, I thought this was amazing. And I'm shocked that the number is this high. They did a poll that six in ten Americans credit celebrity role models for getting them through tough times. By the six way, out of ten. Forty four percent say they pushed through a tough time personally thanks to a celebrity role model. Forty one percent improved their physical health and nutrition. Forty four percent took on a challenge they didn't think they could because of a celebrity role model. Someone like Oprah, The Rock. Bear Grylls, Rebel Wilson, and Tyler Perry were among the role models who have inspired people to push past limitations such as fear and self-doubt. I think there's also a big crossover between weirdos who actually take surveys and people who are <laughs> inspired by celebrities because that number cannot the be accurate. Di- the Venn diagram of that I, is... I get asked to take a survey about six times a day and it's an automatic no. Anybody, you're telling me people who are inspired by Rebel Wilson? Get out of here. Well, I <laughs> kind of get it. I'm trying to think of a, if, a, if a celebrity ever inspired me to do anything. I don't it think so. It sounds so cheesy when you put it that way. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Have you guys ever been inspired by a celebrity? I mean, you could say like musicians and music inspires you. Yeah, I guess. But that's that's not exactly what they mean, right? No, I think this is like you go, you see The Rock and it makes you go to the gym. I think it's kind of like one-to-one like that. I don't know. No, I don't have one in mind. 
I don't think I do either. I don't think I'm inspired by celebrities. I have a lot of respect for certain yes, celebrities. Yes, respect them, but they don't make me get out of bed in the morning like, oh, so if like if Tom Brady and Giselle could make it through this, then I'm going to make it through this. I don't think I have anything in common with these with celebrities. Well, you know what the the thing that is in style right now is to talk about grit and resiliency and overcoming adversity. Grit is the word, yeah. Grit is the big word. That's the buzzword for yeah. right now. Uh, so I think you can, but they talk about it when like even applied to like kindergartners, well, grit, like yeah. kindergartners have grit. I'm like, kindergartners have a grit. Well, there was a big education book by Angela Duckworth called grit. That yeah. ch- changed the way people thought about education. But I think people think that, Oh, I saw Tom Brady was a sixth round pick and he overcame that and became the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. That journey can inspire me to overcome my obvious impediments <laughs> And I can become the greatest at whatever I yeah, do. You know, I and was, this is something that book publishers always think will sell, and it never really sells. <laughs> You've tried to sell that book oh, a couple I've, times? I've written, I've written the grit version of the NFL player 14 <laughs> times and gotten denied on all of them. Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're writing a book with Case Keenum, and here we are. No, I, it was a great book you wrote with Case. But I, I just think that, like, I can't imagine, like, the Tom Brady origin story, first of all, glosses over... Like, a ton. Tom Brady, yes, was a sixth-round pick, 199. We all know that. He played quarterback at Michigan. That's not exactly the upstart. Kurt Warner, I feel like, could really be the inspirational story there. Yeah, about he the, got a movie. I mean, He did get a movie. But, like, when people say Tom Brady is, like, this inspirational, like, Michael Jordan got cut from the junior varsity. Like, Michael Jordan also won a national championship at North Carolina, which is one of the biggest, most distinguished basketball schools in the country. Michigan is... Are they still the winningest program, football program of college football program of all time? It's not like Tom Brady went to this ho hum little school yeah, that yeah, nobody but he, knew. But he had the Drew Henson thing to deal with. I mean, there was a little bit of adversity there. No, the, there's adversity, but let's not say like Tom Brady was this out of nowhere guy. Well, yeah, but when he got drafted to the NFL, nobody saw that coming. Not a single okay, person. People didn't see it coming, but it's not like he was this un super unknown commodity. He, he kind of in the NFL at Michigan. Yeah, but he wasn't. You know, by the end, he wasn't even the starter at Michigan. It was a bizarre situation. Nobody saw that coming from Tom Brady. Because if he was, he wasn't consistently the guy there. No, I understand, yeah. but it's not like they someone found him in a cornfield somewhere, like throwing right. a corn cob into a tire. But what's he was playing on, in one of the biggest college football programs, literally that's ever existed. Well, there's only I can only think of what's the other time an un, a guy who was not the uncontested starter in college went on to become an NFL starter. It's only happened one time I can remember. The uncontested like starter? guy, like nobody's ever lost their jo- job. There's Jalen Hurts. Hello, I mean, I'm well, not... yeah, no, but by the end, on my point, by the end, he was a starter. Yeah, guys have lost their Justin Fields too. Right, the, right. But yeah, they all overcame adversity, and trust me, and I've worked on the, the book pitches for these guys. <laughs> and you're guys. writing the drafts yeah, right yeah. now. Do you know think I know the Jalen Hurts story like the back of my hand? <laughs> and Justin that. Fields. Yeah. Uh, no, trust me. I, uh, we've been, <laughs> Your people called their people? I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've told you this. Every quarterback has an incredible story. There's a single. Aaron Rodgers Rod- Rod- got one offer, a soft offer from Illinois, went to JUCO. Josh Allen had to email a 1,000 Division One A coaches after playing JUCO as well. Every quarterback came from nothing. And Tom Brady was the worst because Tom Brady left college as a non-starter. Matt Castle's the only other guy okay, who's done that. Are we conflating the fact that it's just really hard to become a professional athlete with the fact that these stories are actually inspiring? It's just you're one of 100,000 people who get to do this, I think. But Tom Brady has no special athleticism. That's what makes it even more Yeah, then how did he ever get to Michigan? Uh, by the way, Braves have cut their 
have cut the Phillies lead down to one in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> We're back in a minute. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 